want to make a podcast, let me tell you about Spotify's program for podcasters. And it's called Spotify for Podcasters. I've been using it for over a year now. Couldn't be happier from the switch. You can record wherever you create podcasts, whether it be your phone, computer, and it's easy to upload it and distribute it to everywhere podcasts are heard. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Best of all, Spotify for Podcasters is completely free. So launch your podcast today. Get started with Spotify for Podcasters. Go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. From Showtime and A24. What do you love most about Whitney? Comes a new series unlike any other. Where do I even start? Academy Award winner Emma Stone. I like how you fight for us. Nathan Fielder. Money doesn't really matter when it's about doing the right thing. And Benny Safdie. You guys are strong, right? At the end of the day, you're going to survive, right? Next question. New episodes of The Curse, streaming now on Paramount Plus, only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan. You're listening to The Lowdown, your insider look into everything aviation, defense, and geopolitics. Sam Watch, stroke eight, nose five, low. Switch, negative contact on your. Break, right! Hey, welcome to the lowdown for 30 October. Busy week in aviation defense, so we'll jump right into it. As always, if you're not subscribing to the newsletter, you want to check that out because there are some pictures and videos that I'll talk about that if you want to check out and get a visual representation of what we're doing, uh, it's over there in the newsletter. You can click the link down below to join there. Jumping right off, uh, the Alaskan Airlines pilot that attempted to shut down the engines in flight while jump seating. A little bit spicy. This guy has been charged with 83 counts of reckless endangerment, 83 counts of attempted murder, and one count of endangering an aircraft. So he was jump seating for those that are not familiar with the term jump seating, but pilots and flight crew are authorized to fly in the cockpit as well as fly in the back of planes they're not operating, allow them to get to and from work. I do it quite often, basically catching a free ride to wherever you're going. But this guy is sitting in the cockpit. It's an Embraer 175, so not a huge plane. Horizon Airlines flight 2059. So he's sitting up there, and the guy starts feeling weird and says, I don't I didn't feel okay. It seems like the pilots weren't paying attention to what was going on. They didn't, it didn't seem right. And that's according to the criminal complaint. And he goes, yeah, I pulled both emergency shutoff handles because I thought I was dreaming and I just want to wake up, end quote. And that's from Joseph Emerson, the pilot who's been charged. Thank God this didn't end the way it could have. Had he been able to pull those handles, shut the fuel off to the plane. And again, I'm not an Embraer. Uh, specialist, most likely that would have discharged the fire extinguishing agent into the motors, most likely resulting in a flame out. And if that didn't cause it, the fuel shut off to the motors because you obviously don't want to keep pumping fuel into a burning motor. When it first happened, I was hoping this was one of the cases that you would never say that you want someone to have a tumor or a stroke, but at least be able to explain it away. This guy admitted to taking psychedelics. 48, 48 hours prior to the flight there and was tripping out. So not good. Jumping back into history in the newsletter, got the story of Auburn Callaway, at least a snippet. So some of you might remember FedEx 
Flight 705 going from Memphis to San Jose, California, back in April of 1994. Callaway was a flight engineer, and he was facing a uh, potential dismissal for falsifying his flight records. He was a former Navy pilot and had been with FedEx for over seven years. Well, this guy boarded the flight, concealed weapons, including a hammer and a spear gun. After they took off, his plan was to incapacitate the crew and then crash the aircraft to make it look like an, uh, an accident. And then they'd be able to claim two and a half million dollars worth of life insurance on his death. So this guy ends up pulling the cockpit voice recorder, gets noticed by the flight crew uh, a couple times back and forth. I need to have them on the podcast if they will willing to share the story because it's quite harrowing. This guy pulls a circuit breaker, gets noticed by the crew. He pulls it again. They start uh, suspecting something's up. He ends up attacking these guys. And if you're a newsletter subscriber, I have a picture of his ID badge, which is quite gruesome. Honestly, it's covered in blood. But this guy attacks both the pilot and first officer and is just and the uh, flight engineers operating that crew. These guys sustain s- severe injuries, but they're able to subdue him and safely land the aircraft, which is just a miracle in of itself. So honestly, quite rare that uh, you have something like this going on, um, but mental health has definitely has popped up more and more these days. There's been a couple incidents of pilot suicide um, over in Europe, and I'm blanking on the name of the flight, but uh, basically dude just crashed the, the plane into the mountain. That was about five years ago or so. Someone's going to chime in and actually have the right data there. And then I think the 737 that there's some CCTV footage. I'll put that in next week's newsletter if I remember out of China. And the plane basically goes from the high 20s straight into the ground. And while we'll probably never know the full story, I think they're suspecting that that was also a suicide. So if that's not uplifting, I don't know what is. Jumping over to Europe, there's a great video in the newsletter of a 767 coming out of Prague, I believe. Yep. Out of Prague experienced a compressor stall, subsequent engine failure. This is a Delta flight. The crew handles it from the video and from the audio. seems like they is a textbook handling of this. Never something you want to have, but obviously when these motors are making big power changes or high power demands, such as takeoff, a lot of stress going on there. But you can see the compressor stall with the flame coming out the back. And then I put in there just a little golf clap for the radio call from, I'm assuming, the first officer or the uh, captain there, which is basically, we're an emergency, stand by. So great job by those guys getting the plane back around and landing safely about 20 minutes later. Bowen's chiming in with the new Air Force One project. So that was a fixed price contract a few years ago that uh, President Trump signed with Boeing. And it seems like Boeing is regretting that fixed price contract. So far, they say they have lost over $2 billion on that Air Force One project alone. And it's stinging there. Amazing. So this is for two new uh, 747s for Air Force One. The last time that was refreshed was back in the uh, Bush One era there. Jump of the defense. U.S. fighter jets, I believe some Vipers, conducted airstrikes against two sites in eastern Syria associated with the uh, Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps. This was an action in retaliation for multiple drone and missile strikes against U.S. bases and personnel in the region. So we 
We saw that pop up in the, in the news last week. Unknown the number of injuries, but subsequently saw that uh, several U.S. service members were injured in those attacks. So they lit them up. Let's see. Jumping around the globe. Oh, sorry. No, one more for um, actually two more here. So the U.S. Air Force increased its fighter presence in the Middle East. Uh, the New Jersey Guard, some F-16s deployed to the region. So we're sending more and more military entities over to the Middle East with everything that's going on there now recently. A lot of great memes floating around. Thought the Middle East was done, but turns out not the case. And anyone who thought it was, uh, was naive. We'll see what happens with Afghanistan. That's the that's long game. The U.S. Army has completed its official renaming of all these military installations. Fort Gordon in Augusta, Georgia is officially renamed to Fort Eisenhower last Friday. I think the tune of this redesignation thing it had to be in the high high millions. I think I saw like $60 million, $70 million. Just imagine what it costs to go through and do all the signage, all the letterhead, et cetera, websites. Um, yeah, yeah not, not a cheap endeavor. I have heard when the Air Force has redesignated a squadron from a buddy who was in charge of the redesignation, because we do that on occasion. Historic squadrons that have a lot of lineage, if they're being deactivated for whatever reason, usually that squadron, that number just gets moved over to a, a less historic squadron. That usually costs a couple hundred thousand dollars. So, all right, uh, jumping around the globe now. China's defense minister, Li Sheng Fu. Remember, we talked about this uh, about a month and a half ago where he disappeared. And I'm using air quotes there because I doubt he just disappeared. But he has been officially removed from his role as defense minister as well as several, several state roles, including his membership in the Central Military Commission. His status as a state counselor is gone. And this is following a series of unexplained high-profile personnel changes in China's leadership. So I think we've had the nuclear force, the rocket force commander, which is their nuclear forces, their secretary of state or the equivalent of that has been removed. A lot of changes over the last uh, 18 months or so with a lot of just disappearances, et cetera. So I think we see Xi Jinping is just uh, circling himself with people he either trusts or if they get too comfy, he removes them. But a lot going on. All right, the White House announced that Russia is executing its own soldiers who fail to obey orders and is threatening entire units with death if they retreat from Ukraine, uh, Ukrainian artillery fire. I guess not surprising there, but Russia is just taking, taking a beating. And finally, we'll wrap up here with uh, China's foreign minister, Wang Ji. He has indicated that the upcoming San Francisco summit between President Xi Jinping and the U.S. President Joe Biden might face some challenges. This comes after recent meetings with the Biden administration, both in Washington, as well as we've sent a lot of people over to China to try and have meetings with the Chinese, which has not gone uh, exceptionally well. That's a quick look at what's going on around the globe in aviation and defense. Remember, you can check out the newsletter below. 
Sergeant uh, Brett Yoakum, who's a C-17 loadmaster, his podcast was supposed to drop last week, but ran some edit issues. That is going to drop later on this week. It's available over on Patreon later on today for all Patreon subscribers ad-free. If you're liking this content, make sure you follow, like, and subscribe wherever you're listening to this. Leave a comment for a rating review. That helps the, the podcast out. Let's me know to keep doing these. And that's it for the lowdown this week. We'll see you next week.